I'm recording. Alright. And welcome back to another episode of 3View, the show where we watch the first three episodes of any given show, anime, or cartoon, or whatever the hell we want to watch. Um, <laughs> premise of the show is that we watch the first three episodes, judge if it holds up, if it's an older show, or if it's any interest, if it's a newer show. Um, I really need to fix my list. I haven't, we haven't done a whole lot of new, new shows couple couple new shows here and there but we've been doing a lot of older ones um my name's ryan we got kevin hello and we have Dwayne. hello um our regulars um you know i tried to get i tried to get patrick on for the psychopath episode and he was like no i can't make it i'm like damn it he would he would have loved that episode we'll get him for a rom-com don't worry about it there we go um so yeah, like I said, we watch the first three episodes and give our judgment on it. Um, no series reviews as of yet, if ever. We're gonna, we're trying to figure things out still. Um, series reviews are just a tad bit harder for us, but not impossible. Um, except for ongoing series. We'd have to do like season reviews for ongoing. Um, God, could you imagine? There'd be six episodes of season reviews for my hero academia that'd be ridiculous i mean that could just be one long episode or we could like instead of doing a um three episodes just be like what do we think about the season or the batch of episodes questions for later fair yeah we'll figure it out longer ongoing series are a little more tricky um so tonight's episode is uh, one that we didn't r- roulette spin on. It was actually just decided because Kevin got really excited about uh, Dwayne <laughs> talking about it. My apologies. It is um, Kuroko no Basuke or Kuroko's Basketball. Um, a very uh, fantasy-ish uh, basketball anime. What's the uh, What's the full title that they always show off? Um in like the openings where they do like the they do like the uh, short the short the short essay on like the middle school arc before you even start watching this they're the like while they're talking about it of miracles no 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 like that's the thing that they get but like in the background i noticed that when they show off the title it says uh um uh the the it, they say like the the basketball that kuroko plays <laughs> Yeah, because oh, that's, I think, um, like a rough translation of what Kuroko no Basuke is. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> it's supposed to be like, um, it, it's like his creed, pretty much, like the style he likes to play. Yeah, it's, it's, I just thought that was, I thought that was, yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. It's the basketball that Kuroko plays. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's like straight up just that. And I, I always read that when I, when I sort of watch this, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Direct translations always like sell it for um, me. That that makes it authentic. Oh, there we go. There's my dice. Um, yeah, I don't. I I forgot to. I misplaced uh, my pen for my roulette wheel, so I'm gonna have to roll a dice for next week's episode. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> got a dice. And I'm going. I'm going to list. Ant shows, and then I'm going to roll my dice and see which one it lands on, and that's what I'll do. I have a dice, and I'm going to use it. It's like, okay. <laughs> I've got a lot of dice, and I'd like to use them more. Um, <laughs> that's what Tabletop Simulator's for. 
That, then I don't get to use my dice. Yeah, you can just no. <laughs> just play uh play Baldur's Gate three, and then every time you have to make and do your own dice rolls. Speaking of Baldur's Gate three, Kevin, um, I saw one. It was someone out the character select, and they selected the little dragon looking dude. Uh-huh. And when you select them, right, they do like these crazy voice lines. Oh my god, the voice actor for the fucking dragon dude went hard. I'll just, I'll have to send it to you later. Uh, absolutely. Um, I'm like, man, that alone makes me almost want to play the game. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Kuroko's basketball. Try not to go too big on it tangent tonight yeah yeah we'll, we'll um, stay focused we'll stay focused <laughs> well that one night we we just went on stupid huge we didn't we didn't fucking care and that's it was good awesome. content it's fine Hell yeah. <laughs> it's quality content um so yeah kuroko's basketball uh that's the english name um it follows a team of basketball players from Taiko middle school who were extremely gifted in basketball um and they were known as the Generation of Miracles. The Technicolor How- Generation of Miracles, with all types of colorful, beautiful hair. Yeah. However, um, there was always the rumor of a Shadow Six member. And it is dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, and we find out that who the, set, the sixth member is. It's uh, the, the namesake. It's Kuroko. Um, now he's in high school, and he's all like, hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say fuck it to my middle school's uh teaching of you have to solo the game and I'm going to win as a team and that's his goal for high school um except the fact that you know he's like so low radar that uh people forget he's there when he's standing right in front of him so good and that's a running gag of the, the anime it's uh um, we got we got we got our boy over here who nobody can see until he starts doing something and then we got big humongous uh anybody remember what <laughs> uh what his name is um it is oh god where'd it go i have it up here somewhere our boy uh, yeah big boy L- tiger large lad oh is oh yeah that's right it is tiger <laughs> me and uh, me and my girl right now are watching Toradora, and I I, I like kind of I got I smirked a bit when I saw that. I'm like, oh cool, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Taiga, freaking a, uh, a a a student who exchanged, uh, who was like like living in the states, who now came back to Japan with the sole purpose of becoming the baddest motherfucker to ever <laughs> play basketball, and. Um, Man, can I just say these two guys? I haven't felt like I haven't felt like I was watching Monsters Inc. since I watched these two guys doing stuff together. This shit is hilarious. This is such a <laughs> perfect combo of friends. They're not friends though. You gotta remember that, Kevin. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. right. They're just uh, basketball acquaintances. <laughs> I have words on that. We'll get there. Oh yeah, go for it, Ryan. Keep doing um, the thing. <laughs> oh, I've got I've got words for that, Dwayne. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Kuroko's Basketball, or Kuroko no Basque, whichever one you want to call it, um, I know the weebs are going to call it Kuroko no Basque, um, it was written by Tadatoshi uh, Fujimaki, um, and this was only one of two series he's ever made. Um, the other one was a series that came out a couple years ago called Robots x Laser Beams. 
I don't know what it's about. I'm not going to lie to you. That was him? I remember hearing that name thrown around, but I never looked into it. Yeah, that was the guy who made Kuroko no Basuke. His only two works. Um, I don't even think there's any like one-shots he did. He just straight went into the fucking animated basketball. That's pretty impressive. Um, it, was a, it was a good series. It probably got picked up and he was able to coast off it for a while before taking his taking his time to finish it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the the manga initially released or started being serialized on uh, December eighth of two thousand eight, and finished. I air quote uh, September first of twenty fourteen, because there's still like side projects and stuff that pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, the anime had started in April seventh of twenty twelve. And as of June 30th, uh, 2015, was the end of the third season. Um, there have been several spin-off manga, um, a three-part film series, and a final movie that came out last year? Oh. I forget wow. when the movie came, that last one came out. Um, it the anime was directed by Shunsuke, uh, yeah, Shunsuke Tada, and I forget what else he he's not done anything. Okay, um, the anime, <laughs> the anime was um animated by Pro- Production IG, mm-hmm. which um. That was that was the one that did Psychopaths, right? We we went we talked about them not too long ago. Hmm. No, that that feel, that sounds wrong. I'm gonna look it up while you keep going. Um. But yeah, so that produced by Production IG. Uh, we've talked about them one of our episodes, so I don't really want to go too much into what we've already covered. Um. So here's. Here's where things get interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over this one um, this one uh, fun fact before I get into the really big fun fact. Um, normally, I would save introduction characters for when we go over the characters, but since Kudoko's name is in the uh, title, we'll talk about this real quick fun fact. Um, Kudoko. Kuroko's name is actually a play on his character. Um, because Kuroko is a term for stagehands in Japan. You know, they're basic they're essentially the uh, the green screen guys. Huh. You know, they wear the they don't the they're that you know, that for for plays and stagehands, they're the guys that's wear that wear all black and you know like they move people around or move things around on stage yeah. to make it look like it's moving. Um, so yeah, that's what a that's what a kuro, kuroko is. So hmm. like a grip. Mm-hmm. Because um, and it's also interesting because kuro, um, you know, means uh, black or darkness and stuff. Um. So that's a. That's a fun little fact about his name. How that's it very plays cool into, fact. I like how it the, plays uh, into his little character. I like the uh, and stuff at the end he threw in there. It's good. <laughs> the what? 
I like when you said the and stuff. Like, it's oh. <laughs> good. Um, now here comes here comes the really fun uh, a really fun story before we get into the episodes and the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the author, the writer for the series, got a got a bunch of death threats as well as um, high schools that were associated with the author. And um, the the manga production company. Why is that? Did you call this a fun fact? Yes, it is a fun fact. <laughs> this isn't fun at all. That's fucking mean. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to know why? Yeah, absolutely. Please continue. <laughs> so, even though it was unrelated to the fact that um, Tadatoshi, you know, has nothing to do with this. Kuroko Nobasuke has a fuck ton of gay porn. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> what? Like a bunch, Kevin. I know. <laughs> Are you serious, Kevin? Kevin. But no, I'm, I'm serious. No, 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 Kevin. Uh. Let me be the shadow that makes your light shine bright. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that alone. That just sounds like Gurren Lagan talk. That just sounds badass. Yes, there's that a lot of gay sound... porn of them, too. Oh, there <laughs> God dang it. Why can't people just be cool? <laughs> I, uh, Kevin, there is so much gay porn of Bakugo and Kirishima from My Hero. Well, see, that just kind of makes sense to me. Those two are tight. <laughs> <laughs> Bakugo can refuse to admit it, but he's tight. Oh no, Bak yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I checked it out. He's not tight. Um Ryan, you said earlier production IG was a studio who worked on it, correct? Yes. Yeah, you were correct. That's that's entirely right. That that they made Kuroko no basket? Yeah, you said they also worked on Psychopaths? Oh, okay, it was Psychopaths. I was like (laughs) (laughs) you just said you just said I was correct, and I'm like about what? <laughs> yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now I gotta, now I gotta double check and be sure because I just looked up the thing about uh, about only Kuroko no Basket. Um. Psycho. But yeah, so um, the this guy, you know, sent death threats to uh, schools related to the author, sent them to the author, um, you know, think basically a bunch of people that were related to him, and you know, each of these um these threats had liquid or powdery substances within you know the letters and packages or whatever what the fuck um so you know you know there was actually um tadatoshi what was a fucking giga chat he's like i'm gonna finish this series no matter what and by god he did it but um, there was actually a, uh, a Yaoi convention and mind you, I'm going to go on a real side tangent here, um, because we were not mocking it, but we are also very, uh, open to, you know, gay people and we support gay people, but it was just really funny that this is such a, that was such a big deal and such a big re- revelation to Kevin that this has such a huge gay following. 
It's pretty hilarious. I mean, I <laughs> I can see why, but like I didn't know any of that. I just thought they I just thought people yeah. were like, "Oh, cool. Dude's being cool." And that was it. But uh I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of people Tadatoshi. were, but a lot of people took it a little farther than that. Hey man. Tadatoshi doesn't even have any relationships in his anime. It's all about friendship and teamwork. That's See, that's what I'm talking about, man. But I mean, hey, look, it's uh <laughs> if you're a fan of something, you find a way to love it the way you, you, you want and the way you can, so that makes sense, mm. and I mean, hey man, look, gay lovers, dude, I'm, I'm all for it. If that's what you're into and that's what you like, mm-hmm. epic. <laughs> um, Great. Yeah, it was it was hydrogen sulfide that he was threatened with. What? Yeah. Like, um, in, in liquid and powder form? That's what they kept stuffing in in their mm-hmm. fucking hate mail? That's mm-hmm. fucking weird, man. Yo. Fucked. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, um, ain't these the same people the... that also like blasted uh, Shinzo Abe with a fucking with a fucking makeshift uh, with a makeshift shotgun? <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These motherfuckers know how to fucking party. I mean, it's party. not the same guy, but it's, no, I know it's not know. the same guy. But like, still, <laughs> the, um, the the lengths these people will go imagine? through to get their shit done—that's incredible. That's a huge feat to me. Um. So yeah, because of because of you know the threats, the sell of uh, Kuroko Basketball's doujins actually ceased for uh, like a year or two. Oh, um, really? Like conventions wouldn't sell. Uh, Kuroko's basketball uh, doujins. Um, but once... Um, so the suspect was caught. Uh, Hirofume Watanabe. Um, his Watanabe. reasoning for all the threats was... Um, even though he wasn't aff- affiliated with Tadatoshi at all, mm-hmm. he was uh, angry and jealous that... Um, his series was uh, taking off. It's, it's always the jealousy. It's always the jealous ones who fucking ruin it for everybody. Same thing happened to the fucking <laughs> uh, to the animation crew who um, who worked on Nietzsche Jam. Yeah, that shit bummed me out, man. Oh, it was so sad. They, they were they were they worked on a lot of series too. Man, they were top um, dogs, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking that. I don't. I don't. Get, dude, I bought the. So slight tangent. I bought the fucking uh, the manga of Joe just to have it. And as I'm reading through it, I'm like, man, this is good and this is still fun. But like, nothing will fucking bring back the the absolute explosion of hard work and stuff that they the gags they pulled off in the fucking anime. Like it's it that well, okay, that so... manga did such a good transition to, to that medium. It's incredible. It's not even the same. It's crazy. So the 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 manga is not made by the same company who did the animes, right? Or was it? Yeah, both? no, they're they're it not. Was, was it it's of... just that like okay. I read I I bought the manga after after watching the anime first, and like I it's yeah, still yeah. it's still a good manga. Like I'm not saying it's not a bad piece of a uh, literature or nothing, but like it's just mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it's just the work they put in that medium it, with uh, mm-hmm. with animation. It's you can't you can't put that if they were able to do like a flip note of like certain scenes of that shit that would have sold that i would have bought that but um mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> there's just some things that you just can't get from that shit it's great i was gonna say yeah with comedy stuff sometimes animation especially given in the right hands they do a really good job translating that to, to screen and i mm-hmm. and i was gonna say 
transitioning back into our topic, that is the same feeling I get for Kuroko. Because a lot of sports manga are good, but given the right hands in animation, doesn't compare. That's fair. Um, yeah, so continuing on with the uh, the fun facts. Um, be, uh, because of the threats, you know, the, the, sales of the, the sale of the doujins had ceased for a few years. But um, shortly after uh, the suspect was arrested, um, they formed a specific convention to sell uh, Kuroko's basketball uh, doujins called Kuroket. Is that what oh. that was? Holy yep. shit, that's huh. cool. So, you could go to this convention and buy all of the gay basketball manga you've ever wanted. <laughs> Good for them. That they were able to do that and not get properly shut down. Cause yeah, let, they, me, let me tell you, some of, those, here. some of those doujins, they went balls deep, pun intended. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, what a joyous occasion. Tadatoshi Tadatoshi took a lot of inspiration from uh, you know, Slam Dunk obviously cuz Slam Dunk was is pretty much like the basketball anime manga. I think it was the first to. one. I don't was it the first one? I it think it been. was the first like actual one that wasn't like where the sport was included in stuff. I think it was the first actual uh, sports yeah. focused basketball anime top 16 best basketball animes you might want to look oh. up first um yeah i'm not seeing a list of there's not a lot of them <laughs> there's there's 14 on this one list so 16 on this one so there's there's something there. Is it um, uh, specifically basketball or just sports? I, don't know. I didn't click on it. I just oh. saw that it said. Um, so, um, yeah. So, he took a lot of inspiration from um, from Slam Dunk. Um, oh God, what was the other fun fact? It was... Um, God, there was one where it was it was kind of interesting, but I can't find it now. I fucking forgot to write it down like an idiot. Well, take a second for yourself, um, because I just looked up what the first sports manga was, and it's actually mm-hmm. a manga about judo, a series named Higakuri, Iga, Igaguri-kun, by Ichi Fukui. Uh, oh, published in 19, uh, in the manga magazine Bokeno in 1952. Hmm. Noted as the mm-hmm. first sports manga series. That makes sense. They, I think there was what a lot of uh, martial arts ones after that, like a ton if of them. If there's anything I've learned about uh, stuff that I've watched growing up from from uh, Japanese animation and just like all that stuff, is that tradition's always been a huge factor. So it would make sense that judo would be one of the first things they make a story about. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. cool. I think that's fucking cool. Delpage. Did you find out um, your uh, your fun fact? No, I can't find it. It was it was something about who um who's who was the favorite team of the creators, but I can't fucking find it. Um, but yeah, so 
you know, people are like, oh, yeah, you know, he, he took inspiration. Um, but it also, like, constantly gets compared to Slam Dunk because they're both basketball anime. It's like a lot of people rag on it because of the fact that they like that Slam Dunk is more realistic. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's just like, I mean, they never said the point of the anime was realism. It's a preference thing. Slam Dunk is, I believe, more drama than anything. Um, I remember in the past and recently with the new movie that came out, people uh, comparing it to like Remember the Titans and shit like that. Um, okay. I can, um, I can definitely see that. Yeah, I, I God, I wish I could remember. Um, yeah, the the author just was like, yeah, you know, I want to make a basketball anime, and so he made a basketball anime. Um, but Dwayne, do you have any other? Because this is this is one of your series. Do you have any other notes before I go into the episodes? Nothing I can talk about in the first three episodes. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um. All right, so going on to episode one then. Um, episode one is titled uh, "I Am Kuroko." I like how you didn't even um, ask me you know, if I had anything to say. <laughs> oh, go, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm literally, guys. I want everyone to know who watches this show so far. I'm literally just here for the ride. These two are just kind of like, yo, you're going to love this. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so I just get to sit down and watch anime with my boys, and we just all get to talk love about it. Um, this, uh, this show is fucking awesome. I don't even give a shit about sports like that. But the closest thing I can think of, to me personally, it reminds me of, um, Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam Gaiden has like this similar oh, like God. energy. <laughs> Very similar energy, yes. Oh, balls. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, we lost Kevin. <laughs> yeah, we lost Kevin. Oh, no. well, well, we'll give it a second. Um, To try and fill the, the void. Sorry. Oh, Super sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I no didn't... worries, dude. My lappy wasn't charged all the way. I apologize. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Let me, um... No worries. I, I have I'll my... just cut that little discrepancy out. You'll you you'll hear it it's when it happens. Of editing. My bad. Um, but like I was saying, uh, no, you, like no, you're good, you're good. Like you want to take a second, make sure your audacity and everything's running. No, no, I I literally like quickly double checked it I, as soon as it as it went down. I popped, it. I booted it back up. Uh, okay. Is my lap? Oh, there it is. Sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, like I haven't. I I don't give nobody. I I don't give a shit about sport ball like that. Um, but the way how you guys explained it the other time, <laughs> like, it just sounded super fun, and the only thing I could compare it to was fucking Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, which is, like, just this, uh, the guy who developed it, it's just, like, a love letter to, like, that era of basketball. And, like, mm-hmm. that's exactly mm-hmm. what I kind of got from this, was like, oh, cool, it's just gonna be, like, just hyping up the, hyping up the game, making it seem like some crazy-ass shit, and right from the get-go, man, this series sells that immediately. 
Uh, I had to. Yes, it does. We we I I know we were only supposed to watch three episodes for this show, but I ain't gonna lie, man. This is the easiest show to keep watching. It is so mm-hmm. good. Every single I'm not character. Lie. I had to. Every I had to stop myself going past the first, the third episode because I was like, I don't want to forget what the episodes were. Exactly, because I know I want us to start fucking going ham on this. It is. It is, it is good. I'm just going to tell you already from the cup, if you don't think you like sports anime like that, and if you think this might be a dumb one to watch, uh, I would say at least give that first episode a shot, because this shit's pretty fucking fun. And I think that's what we mostly go into anime for, is just for a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my shit. Go ahead, um, Ryan. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, so going on to the first episode, the first episode is titled I Am Kuroko. Um, you know, we open up and we get that small expedition exposition dump where we learn about the uh, the um, the Takeo Middle the, School Basketball yeah, Club, Takeo Middle School Basketball Team, uh, which the five main members were known as the Generation of Miracles. You know, five five teenagers with attitude who uh, you know fight crime. I mean, I mean they play basketball. <laughs> um, <laughs> They uh, <laughs> their their skills in basketball were so unparalleled that you know they they they're just they're just too good. They were so, they they they're they just insane. You're so um, fucking epic. <laughs> and then we you know there's there's that there was the rumor of the the sixth basketball uh prodigy, um who, you know. Like, no one knows if it's real. So, we open up, and we're in um, Seirin Private High School. Um, so, the the high school actually doesn't even have third years, because the high school was only formed a year ago. Oh, yeah. It's, like, fresh. It's like freshly developed and everything. Brand new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we got all the, you know, like, any... I, I, you know, I'm never going to experience it because I'm obviously too old to go to a Japanese high school and that'd be fucking weird. Um, but like I, every anime I see, it's like you just see all these fucking clubs trying to recruit kids. And it's like, I almost want to see if that's real or if it's just an anime trope. <laughs> I, cause you know, you just have all these people like, Oh, join the basketball club. Oh, I've join the judo club. I feel like we've seen like a lot of animes that have pulled the same shtick before, but at the same time, like, yeah, I've also wanted the same thing like this. It's gotta oh, be legit uh, in some instance, right? Yeah. Yeah. The club thing. Oh, we've been a part of a couple club days. Have we? Yeah. Basically huh. you just set up a booth outside and try to get people to sign up. That's about it. They, of course, you know, there's a little more to it, but yeah, it's huh. normal. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like I've ever been a part of that, but who knows? Um, so yeah, you know the the focus is the basketball uh, club, and you know right out the gate we see this tall shadow of a man, um, you know approach the basketball club and he signs up for basketball and it's our it's our boy uh, first year uh, Taiga Kagami yeah um, big who beef is like. Who is like eight foot ten, um, you know, redheaded main character because you know you can tell a main character by their hair color in this fucking anime. Um, but his hair color is important because he's hot blooded, Ryan. This is very exactly. important to distinguish. 
his eyebrows are so intense like it's insane um he has a fiery passion for basketball and teamwork to a lesser extent but mostly basketball it's not teamwork it's basketball (laughs) um and you know he's he signs up even though he's like straight up already trashing he's like oh Japanese basketball whatever and uh you know so they're like oh man he's he looks like he's gonna go far and you know the the coach who is actually also she's a second year right yes yes yeah okay so the coach is also a second year. Um, she gets excited because, um, well, we'll find out. I'll, I'll say this next part when we get to that part. But, um, you know, she's excited because she's like, oh, man, she, he's got talent. And then they all notice that there's a second application um, and that no one even noticed that the guy dropped it off. <laughs> and um the coach freaks out when she sees on the application that the student was from Taco Basketball Club. and But they couldn't recognize the name because everyone knows the Generation of Miracles. So they're like, who the hell is this guy? He, if he was on Taco Basketball, he had to have played with them, right? Blah, 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 blah. They were, they were fucking impressed. Um, so then we get into the, uh, the shonen BS that uh, Kuroko loves to fill. Um when they all meet up for a basketball club, um, the coach says that everyone has to take off their shirts because apparently she has this special ability that when she looks at your full naked body, she can, um, you know, I fuck you. Um, but also don't, um, don't you dare undersell my girl like that. You <laughs> son of a bitch. She, she developed it with her father. He was also a super well-known coach and he understood like physical therapy and all kinds of shit. And she was able to develop his keen sense of understanding of the human physique. <laughs> See, I knew if I pissed him off enough, he'd do, he'd do it himself. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you can't be doing that shit. You guys always do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Kev's side here. Rico is the best girl, second best girl out of. She's no, she's the best the, girl. She's the ultimate, dude. Oh my god, I haven't cared for she's a short-haired great. brunette like this since that girl from Persona who likes to eat the meat a lot. Oh, uh, Chie, she's literally just Chie. <laughs> she's just Chie, but she knows a shit ton about basketball and physiognomy. To be fair, to be fair aside from the, all the no names, she's the only female character I've seen so far. That's because there's she's two the, more. She's the only one that matters. <laughs> Um, there is two more. Oh shit! <laughs> but yeah, so so Rico Rico Ida is the coach, and she has the ability to um, determine your stats and potential by looking at you. Um, you know, the less the less clothes you wear, apparently, the more accurate and detailed it becomes. Well, you can't see muscles through clothing, Ryan. Okay, she's not a super soldier, man. She ain't got no goddamn uh, X-ray vision. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I wish I could just tell someone's potential by looking at their arm. That'd be dope as fuck by itself. Man, we um, all have that ability. Hers is just turned up to eleven out of ten, dude. I was gonna say when you grow up with a coach dad who's who's fucking training a bunch of sports athletes, you eventually learn what each muscle is supposed to look like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she looks at all the other first years, and you know she's like, "Oh man, you know they're pretty average." Then she looks at Taiga, and she's like, "Jesus fucking Christ." Because the potential is so fucking huge, apparently. This man's a specimen. Jesus. The poster like, boy for physiognomy. Oh my god. Yeah, pretty much. Just like 
And then apparently he's he's got like super high potential too, so it's like he's only gonna get better. Yeah. Um and you know, then they're like, Oh, wasn't there someone else, the guy from Taco? And you know, they're like, Where the hell is he? Oh, I guess he didn't show up and he's like, Oh, I was right in front of you the entire time and everyone freaks the fuck out yeah, because like... <laughs> he's just right there. It's also in the, their face. It's also the way he says it too. Like he's very he's very quiet. He's like, Oh, Hello. And then everyone just ah! <laughs> Um So she looks at his stats and his stats are stupid low. <laughs> um like he's I think he's she said that he was below average, wasn't he? He is yeah. below average, yes. Um and then there everyone's like, There's no way someone like this played on played on the, the, the same team at the Generation of Miracles, blah blah blah. Um and you know, so then, the whole, the whole thing uh, with that is done, um, and then, what is it? Kuroko, or no, Kagami was you know at this little diner and he sits at a table and he looks up and Kuroko's just sitting right there and like scares the shit out of him. <laughs> um, and they start talking about basketball be- and Taiga's just not impressed with anyone else because they're like, oh, I'm from America and they had real basketball and starts talking shit and uh as they're leaving uh kuroko actually challenges him to a one-on-one game and kagami was like oh man this is gonna be exciting because i keep hearing about this generation of miracles and he looked at he looked them up and all this other stuff and he's like if you were on the same team you gotta be good right and he is trash mm-hmm. um <laughs> he is straight garbo and it it pisses Kagami off to no end that it's... he doesn't even want to finish the game. He's just like, "This is stupid. You're gonna, you're wasting my time." Blah 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 blah. Um, and Kuroko tells tells him straight up, he's like, uh, "Yeah, as of right now, you ain't shit either." And Kagami is like, "Excuse the fuck out of me." Um, and Kuroko's like, "Yeah, you have potential." But you ain't gonna be anywhere near the generation of miracles as you are right now. Um, so then they have a uh, you know they have a practice game where the first year it was the first years against the second years right that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So so Kagami right out the gate is you know pretty much like towering over the second years like they actually were having a hard time with him and they had to they had to multi up on him to stop him. But that left open our boy, Kuroko, who is insane with passes. Like, he, he doesn't even touch the ball for more than, like, two seconds. Like, he, he sneaks in with this misdirection psychic ability he has, snaps the ball, and just launches that shit. And, he, dude, he curved a basketball like it was fucking wanted. Like, fucking... That's actually, Morgan Freeman would have been impressed. That's actually a pretty good way to describe it. Oh, Karoko, you, you done moved the basketball. <laughs> Angel, Angelina Jolie would have straight hit herself in the face with that basketball. Like, how fast he <laughs> fucking threw that shit. Like, it was insane. The basketball has goodbye written on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I need an edit of that. I really do. You just see in the background the basketball slow motion coming for Angelina Jolie's face and just her falling. Oh god, man. <laughs> good times that movie. Um game was really good actually too, by the way. I really need um, to give that a shot. 
so yeah, like they they finally realized like Kuroko is an extremely skilled basketball player. He is just trash on one on one. Um, and he, he specializes in passing and misdirection, and it's just it's it's impressive. Like the coach like fr- freaked out. Like she was like, "What the fuck?" And you know that the first years actually ended up winning the practice game. Yay! Um. So then that night, Kagami's at the same diner, and same fucking thing. He goes to that same table, and Kuroko's right there, right in front of his face. And he didn't realize he was there. And so they talk about more about the uh, Generation of Miracles, and Taiga's kind of got some respect for Kuroko now. He's like, hey, maybe you're not such trash after all. Um, and he asks again, like, you know, what is his skills rank up to the Generation of Miracles? And he's like, yeah, right, as of right now, you ain't going to be... The, anything because Kagami wants to be the best Japanese player and Kuroko tells him that he's got a long way to go but he decides that because of you know he can't individually play um but you know he's really good at passing and basically helping others shine that he's going to be Kagami's shadow and the yaoi started from there oh my god like you know, it, it's literally that meme of the girl smacking the two toys together saying kiss. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty much the first episode. I'm not going to lie. Uh, at first, the first episode was really slow. First episode is the slowest because it's all um it's the build introductions. Up. Yeah, it's build mm-hmm. up. The um the height of that episode is literally that last part where they play the game and you actually see what he's capable of. Yeah, Beef Brannigan's all like, fuck it, you got some moves and he's like and fucking tiny baby's just like, Yeah, you're alright too, but you're still not as good <laughs> as my friends. <laughs> fucking stupid. That's exactly what happened, though. Am I wrong? No, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, it's supposed man. to. Um, if I remember correctly, this encompassed, I think, like the first three or four chapters, which is all set up. It's basically, hey, here's our setting. Here are our characters. Here's our team, and. If Kuroko's able to do this despite not being able to play solo, then the rest of the team must be fucking crazy because everyone remembers them, but no one remembers him, and he was this good. Yeah, the Phantom Commander of the fucking of the fucking uh, Psycho Middle School team. Aren't there? Uh, I have to remember this correctly. What didn't they say during that in the basketball club of of Psycho? Wasn't there like a hundred uh, like members, and those guys were top dog out of all of them? I... Something like that. They had a big turnout because a lot of people wanted to be associated. A lot of kids wanted to be associated with them. Yeah. But those those six were always starting. Kuroko played in mm-hmm. every game because he's he helps pass. But they swap out each teammate whenever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember them. I I mean I. It might have been paying a, attention too much to that, but might have been a hyperbole or you know like mm-hmm. a fisherman's tale. They, someone was yeah, like, oh, yeah. they had like a hundred members, but only these five played. Yeah, probably something like that. But uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. The first episode was actually, and I, I, I'm not. I don't hate sports anime. I'm not into sports anime. It's just like I don't play sports video games. But mm-hmm. like this one, I was like, oh, okay, you know. 
Okay. I think it might have been because of the exaggeration that I was a little more into it. Cause I'm, I love, you know, the whole sci-fi fantasy bullshit. I'm not too much into like slice of life stuff. Not that I can't watch it, but that's not my thing. Yeah. Like, again, like I said, it's, it, it harkens back to, uh, what I, what I appreciate about, uh, about shut up and jam Gaiden. It's just the, the, the fantastical view on this, like very, normal human thing that people enjoy mm-hmm. like basketball in itself is still again not trying to knock people who just enjoy watching basketball those are still uh, feats of uh of human prowess that not people do every day and i think it's cool and all that stuff but adding on this extra layer of like mysticism and like fantasy to it really just pushes home like how cool these guys are like mm-hmm. um the whole thing with uh with Kuroko himself, just like it, it, we get shown time and time again. Oh fuck, we we keep not seeing this guy. And then when they actually start breaking down what his like special power is when he's on the field, it's like, oh, oh, this guy is actually pretty fucking cool. Like the, you you get you get enamored already because you're like you you have you have the best of both worlds. You have a you have a teammate who's so good at passes that, that nobody even recognizes he's doing it. And then you got the showstopper Taiga who is just an absolute bulldozer when he's out there and he's just wrecking everything and slamming dunks and all this shit. It's awesome. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we get to episode three, that slam dunk thing is going to come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, episode episode one, episode one was definitely the slowest of the three episodes and it wasn't in any means a bad episode. No. Nah. Um, it was, I don't, I don't think, I don't think any of the episodes are actually bad, and that in itself is, uh, I think, a really good, really good thing to give because, you know, it it leads into one of my main points of the show. It's just like, you know, you you can't you get a good amount of bit from it, but you also like are given just enough to not know what's coming next you know like it might not make sense but um you're given a good amount of detail but also you're like not given enough information to where it's like what the fuck's gonna happen for the rest of this series so it's got that hook for you mm-hmm. um and it's just it's just a really fun it's a really fun watch um but uh, yeah, that's all the notes I have for episode one. <laughs> so the um, going back to the first episode being slow, it um, it's it's all about it's all about setup. So that little what the what the anime, the the little intro that you see at the very very beginning, you see throughout a good chunk of the episodes, even after you've they fully established who the generation of miracles are. You still hear that message of, oh, there was this amazing middle school, and there was the Phantom Six member, and even though we're well aware of who Kuroko is, by the end of episode one, they keep bringing that up for two reasons. One, doesn't make itself known until way later into the show, but two, so you fully understand just how big a deal they were. Like, literally... um, throughout these first three episodes and then even past that there are people that say 
oh, didn't Taiko have those monsters? Didn't they have those really good players? Some people are like, oh, they were probably just playing a bunch of bad players, and then they play some good some good people, and they're like, no, they were just better. You don't understand how much better until they actually come into the light, but they keep telling you how good they are because you need to understand that it's not just a, a plot device. Literally everybody knows how good they were. <laughs> And normally, I would be like, oh, why don't you just show it and don't tell? But in this case, it really, really works. And I'll get there when we get to episode three, because that's when you get the taste of what this actually means. Because Kuroko's really good at passing, but what does that mean for the five people remember, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this the whole first episode, you get to meet your, your teammates, because every sports anime focuses more on the team than it does anything else. Um, Taiga's a little shit, but it's because he came, he, he was Japanese, born, raised in America, he played a lot of street ball. That's not much of a spoiler, they talk about that later, but he played a lot of street ball, which is why he's like, oh yeah, they had real basketball over there. Mm-hmm. And um, the second years are the second years are also um, fun cast. They all have their own little quirks, and they come to light a little more later on as well. First episode I think is the slowest, but if the but I think it works with that ending with them playing the game and the hook of oh Kuroko's really good. So going on to the next part and. So we can lead into the second episode. That comment about the shadow guiding the light. That is actually a really important line for two reasons. One, it gives us an established uh, an established goal. It tells us what our two main characters are going to work towards. Because Kuroko and Taiga are clearly the focus. Not just because of their design, but they're clearly the focus of most of the development that's going to come out of this show. But that line is a double-edged sword that comes into play when they meet the first and then the third Generation of Miracle members. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. going into episode two unless anyone else has any last minute things no go for it um so episode two is titled i am serious um the joker would be absolutely livid um that's a dumb joke shut up No, 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 don't do that to our boy, man. That was good. <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with that. That was a good one. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, but go on, um, go on with your stuck with your <laughs> stick, man. That was that was good. So with uh, episode two, um, it starts out pretty early on, and um, the coach uh, Rico, she's mm-hmm. decided that she wants to do an initiation with the first years, and so what she does is she brings them out to the the roof of one of the buildings right near where morning um uh roll call lineup morning lineup yeah morning lineup uh, yeah is is done and you know i'm not gonna lie at first i thought they were gonna have to like she was gonna fucking throw a basketball over the side and they had to catch it real fast but <laughs> <laughs> i would not have put it past her honestly that's where your brain goes. I love that. Just like y'all, y'all go jump and get this basket. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so she makes. She says that the. Uh, um, the thing that they have to do is they have to announce their goals. Um. To uh, to the morning lineup from the roof and they have to do it before the teachers stop them um and some of them are embarrassed and but taiga was like straight up like huh that's it okay and totally just jumps up on the railing and i would have laughed my ass off if he slipped um you know if they did that little if they did that comedic bit where he like slips and someone has to grab him real fast you know Mm -hmm. i'd have laughed my ass off I got physically um, fucking scared. I got ill when I saw him do that shit. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, so he just jumps up there like no fucking hands. He just straight up dunks on the railing. And, you know, um, he's like, oh, I'm going to be the best Japanese player in the world. And it was pretty simple. And um, coach is like, oh, yeah, that's a great one. Um and then one of the guys asks, like, can I say I want a girlfriend? And she slaps him. Um, so one guy, I'm not going to lie, I, I got, like, like secondhand embarrassment because the one guy just started going on a big tangent about, like, that his was whole life. so... Yeah, his whole fucking life. Fucking funny. Oh, my um, God, that was hilarious. Um, then the second guy was... Uh, did somewhat somewhat similar but not as long of an explanation of what he's wanting. The third guy that wanted that was like asking about if he could ask for a girlfriend basically sugar like extended it but basically said that he was looking for a girlfriend and uh, coach accepted it. And then right before our boy Kuroko was able to go, that's when the teacher showed up and he was he pulled out a fucking megaphone. Like <laughs> He's like, I don't have a, I don't have a loud voice, so I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm gonna pull out a megaphone out of fucking thin air. My boy talks use. quietly. Well, it's because nobody noticed him leaving and then coming back with the megaphone. Was that in the background? I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't notice it. He, he straight up was just like, hey, I just got this, and and can I use this? And they're like, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> um. Yeah, because what was what, what was it? If they didn't do it, they had to 
go to morning lineup naked or something like that? They, I, 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 I don't think she so, was gonna put them in the games and like she wasn't gonna like allow no, them to like actually join up, right? No. So this is this is what it is. You have to uh, because she is very uh, big on this. Comes back later on and the reason why she is very big on commitment. If you want to join the club, you have to be willing to play and you have to be willing to want to win. You can't just be like, oh, I want to do my best and have fun. No, you have to have a very clear, straightforward goal, which is um, what that ritual is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a way to resolve it because mm-hmm. if, if your goals are shaky, you wouldn't do it, and then she doesn't want you on the team. But you can't just have the goal. You have to try to achieve it. So if you say, I want to be the best in Japan, okay, your goal is to be the best in Japan. If you cannot achieve it, you have to strip naked and confess your love to the one you love. That's what it was. That's, that's what it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're high schoolers, so that's a pretty big death sentence for them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, especially for like the, um, the younger guys. Those are all for the, everyone. Everyone so who's just starting is freshmen. Late, yeah. So later on, um, he talks with uh, Kagami a bit, and Kuroko eventually writes what his goal is on the the. Um, middle of the courtyard in shock and it's basically um to essentially uh win as a team or something like that i forget what it wrote exactly um and everyone's like yeah that's that's impressive that's good enough um he also explains he he tells his uh reasoning for joining um this high school because of his disagreement with his middle school's uh winning is everything um, style mm-hmm. and how they don't focus on teamwork at all. So he's like, no, I want to, I want to win as a team and, you know, play basketball. Um, I want to go back to having fun. I miss having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then one of the first years notices that, uh, the coach is, uh, skipping and immediately the, the captain was like, that is a not good thing for us. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, why? Um, and we find out that she got a practice match set up for him with um, a really strong uh, school. Um, it was Kaijo High School? Yes. Um which happens to have one of the Generation of Miracles on their team, uh, Ryota Kise. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, while they're getting ready for all of that, Kise ends up visiting Seirin and, you know, attracts all of the girls that ever see him because he's also by chance a model, which I thought there was an age restriction, but maybe, I'm, maybe I was wrong. Um... And, you know, he shows up and he's immediately, like, talking to Kuroko, just all chummy, like, just, like, nothing. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, we're great friends. He's a great player, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, why did you go to this trash-ass school? We should play together. (laughs) And, you know, everyone takes offense to it. And uh, Kagami was like, oh, Generation of Miracle, I want to see how you play. I want to play against you one-on-one. And... Kisei is like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Um, so he gets on his uniform and he goes out to play. And Kagami gets a really good, like, uh, it was a dunk, right? It was, he got a really good dunk on him. And mm-hmm. then, like, uh, 
Kuroko is like, hey, this ain't good. And everyone's like, why? And that's when the shonen fucking uh, anticipation pops in. He's like, this is going to get real bad if it goes on. And Kisei immediately does the same dunk, but with more power. And that's when we find out his ability is to literally copy any move he's seen and make it stronger. He's a Mega Man. It's incredible. And and it's, I love it. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh man, so cool. Um, and so then, like, then, like, as the game goes on, it like Kagami is really fucking trying, but he's just starting to like lose, like straight up lose to uh, Kisei. And at one point, he just gets bored. Like Kisei's like, ah, oh, this isn't even worth it anymore. Um. But then, you know, he's he turns back to Kuroko. He's like, oh, you should definitely join me. He's like, no, I'm going to I'm going to make uh, Kagami the best player in Japan. And Kagami laughs like, oh, I was going to say that first. You stole my thunder. And immediately <laughs> that's when Kisei realized, like, oh, man, this is going to be good. <laughs> um, then, uh, then, you know, he takes off and they get ready for their match uh the next day which is in episode three um episode two was actually a pretty simple explanation but i think it was i'm not gonna say it was my favorite episode of the three because episode three got intense mm-hmm. um we got, we got to see a lot of a lot of things about that um i actually really like episode three for a number of reasons but we'll get to that when we get to episode three mm-hmm. um episode two definitely um definitely a, a good fun little episode because you get to see more of what kuroko's motives are and how he plays <sighs> but also um you know we get to see more of like the team like uh, like Dwayne was saying is that you know we get to you know because anime is a bas- is a sports anime so you get to, you experience what's going on with the team Mm-hmm. And um, so it's um, it was nice to see some of the other members getting a little bit of the spotlight, even though it is mainly about Kuroko and Kagami. Um, you get to see some of their goofy personalities. You get to see how uh, Rico takes coaching very seriously, like when she was up all night getting that whole thing prepared um and then you know kisei kisei shows up and everyone's like oh man this is a generational miracle and he's just super chummy with kuroko so obviously you know it, at the very least from what we saw he had very high regards for um for for our boy kuroko mm-hmm. um and so you just you got you keep getting you keep wondering it's like okay so what you know what all happened you know what went down um you know this and that and uh then you get excited because episode three it's like oh man you're gonna get to see you know these upstarts um go against a really strong high school that has one of these generation of miracles that we kept hearing about right out the gate like it's not even a dragged out thing of you know oh hey uh you don't get to see any of the generation of miracle kids until like episode seven or something like you by episode two you're already seeing one of them um 
and it just has a really good lead in into episode three where they're just that shown in intensity as they're all facing down getting ready for you know their goals to clash um and then of course you know kuroko's commitment to his whole thing of making uh kagami the best player in japan Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> with episode two, um, it does give us more character interactions, and it shows us a little bit how they prep for uh, games. And the practice matches just kind of speed things along, just to show you what um, the stakes are in terms of the goal. And so, everyone, because they're so, um, they're so new, they're considered mostly unknown. They played some pretty good games in the last, the last year, but for the most part, all eyes are on the Generation of Miracles and a couple of other schools because they're known for being really strong anyway. (laughs) This, um, with, um... Like like you said, Ryan, it it showcases Rico a little bit more on her on her coaching style and how she takes things extremely seriously, especially because I believe every single one of the yeah every single game that they go through in the future, all of the coaches are like actual men teachers, like they're they're um, faculty while she is their coach, while everyone thinks she's just the. Um, the uh advisor or yeah 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 the helper the the uh what do they call that the assistant i forget there's a there's a specific term and i forget but um yeah no it she's very big on sports because of her dad and this is one of those things that showcases that where if she can pull out potential she'll do the best she can she'll she looks at regimens she thinks of um you see more of it past episode three but you you get the like the the inklings and the the seeds are being sown of it where she's thinking about what's the best way to utilize them and the practice match is her way of being like hey we can show this school that we're worth um taking seriously and she can see how the team works together so she can pull out that potential later yeah the um the problem with the with the matches and everything is just because of their their length when we get to episode three i'll talk more on it but um yeah they give you little sprinkling sprinkles and inklings of it because they want the whole they want as much of the match to be shown in the next episode which is why episode three is the most um action-packed definitely out of the out of the two out of the three that we got to watch for this series um episode three really sells it like you get a lot of good Mm -hmm. stuff out of like the openings of uh of like the um the initial like just trial the trial match they do uh just to see where everyone's at and what they're capable of but this this is a this one gets you on the edge of your seat this shit is good Mm mm-hmm um so yeah, going going into episode three now. Um, episode three is uh, it's better if I can't win. Um, 
So it immediately starts off where episode um, two left off. The the Seiren team is heading towards uh, Kaiju, and they they noticed that um, half of the court is blocked off by a net, and that you know these other kids are just still like playing or practicing basketball. And they're like, well, what the the hell is this? Um, and the coach is like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys are some no-name nothing school. So, you know, there's no there's no need to, to pull out the big court because I don't want to waste my practice time on you guys. And, you know, then they're like, well, you know, what about um, – Kisei and then he's like yeah you know he's not gonna play because he's like our one of our best players so it's pointless to tire him out on this worthless practice match and everyone gets fucking pissed they're like oh okay we're um we're uh just gonna be shoehorned are we um so you know immediately that when they start the practice match, even even the the other normal players are like trash talking. They're like, um, "Oh yeah, whatever. We do, we don't even want to do this, but uh, you know, we uh, have to because we agreed to." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And the coach has just not even like taken this seriously. So he uh, he regrets that very quickly. Oh yeah. Um, because our our boy uh, Kagami just comes in with the fucking super slam, um, breaks the ever living fuck out of the hoop, like rips the rim right off of the fucking piece. Um, and because the bolt was rusted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the you know the coach was just like. Angry that you know they scored on him so easily, um, and so they had the you know they pull out the the fancy the fancy hoops and Kisei gets to be on the field, and it's just right then and there you're just like okay so we're in for some intense um, basketball. Hell yeah! Um, the real shit starts now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so you also find out that one of the upper upperclassmen to Kisei, like, you know, I don't know if he's punching him hard, hard or what, but like constantly is like abusing him. And because, you know, he's just so flam, like flamboyant and airy about everything. Like he's so, like, he's just constantly praising Kuroko, which is, which is nice. You know, he, he obviously wasn't like, spiteful or mean to Kuroko but it's just like damn boy like chill out <laughs> get off his dick from that one dojin you're in probably <laughs> we're gonna go back to that quite a bit um and it's just you know it's it's just like you start seeing like oh man it's getting tense so you know the game really starts like they're using the full court everyone's coming to watch they're scoring back and forth, right? You know, um, is that my phone? That is my phone. My my Snorlax alarm is telling me to go to bed soon, and I'm not gonna listen. Um, and so the um, 
the game just keeps going, and Kuroko is just doing all these passes, and you know Taiga is slam dunking, and Kisei is just getting more and more amped up because you know his whole thing is the more he sees, the more he the more he amplifies. So if you try to one up him from his one up, he one ups more, and it's just like, chill, my guy, down, you know, <laughs> goddamn, slow your basketball having ass up. Um, and at one point, uh, Kuroko is like, "Hey, we need we need to call a timeout. We need to have uh, Kagami like cool off, or else we're gonna be in real trouble." Um, so you know, he call they call a timeout, and Kuroko starts explaining how Kisei, you know, how his ability works is like, you know, the more you get fired up, the more he gets fired up, and he just keeps amplifying it. It's like a fucking like a fucking, uh, God, I had the term and I lost it, but, uh, you know, he just, he just keeps one upping every, like if you one up him, he'll one up you. So it's just like, it's like he doubled up. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he's like, Hey, we have to do, we have to play this way, but there's a problem is, you know, and then reverse side is Kisei is explaining how they're going to win because while well, yes, Kuroko is very good at his passing and his, um, his uh misdirection um you know he's he is still like pretty below average and his stamina is not that good plus as people get used to more and more of his um his misdirection the more he plays um you know they he's he's not as good as he is when he first starts um and so they're like, oh, man, we got a problem. But then he also explains that there is a, um, there is a way to, you know, beat Kisei as well. And so they, you know, they go back into the game. They're playing and playing. And the score goes more in favor of uh, Kaijo. And you start realizing, you know, Kisei is like, hey, you know, you guys should probably just give up because this isn't only going to get worse. Um, I can copy anything I can see. And, uh, you know, the, the coach also, their coach is also getting really pissed off that they let them score so many goals, even if they are winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kagami laughs as Kisei says this because he basically, as he, as he put it, reveals that Kuroko is his weakness because of the way he, you know, is essentially invisible to most people. He can't copy that. What he can't see. Um, and so then I'm not going to lie to you. The, the end of that episode got me hyped. I almost jumped into episode four. I'm like, no, 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 no. Can only, I don't want to get my episodes mixed up because I have a bad enough time with that as it is. <laughs> um, so they, uh, you know, that, that the episode ends with the face off, um, And, uh, hold on. Alright, sorry about that. No, you um, good? Yeah, I was just had to text something. Um, so yeah, as they, as they, face, as they face off the credits roll, and I was, I was actually a little mad that the credits roll, like, I haven't, I haven't felt anger at credits for a good little minute. <laughs> um, it's a good bad feeling because you know you get angry you're like fuck these credits 
A good um, bad feeling. I like that. It's good. Good way to describe it. I know that feeling. Um, God, the amount of times, dude. Okay, quick tangent on the whole good bad feeling of credits. Um, Demon Slayer season two. Um, when um, fucking, <laughs> when it was uh, Tengen versus Gyutaro, and you know all the all of them team up to do their attacks and they decapitated the demons and you know they're like oh yeah they fucking won blah, blah. He's so excited you know because that fight was intense i still go back to that fight like <laughs> i rewatched that fight so many fucking times um and then like you, you see tandro breathing heavy he's like freaking out you're like oh, i gotta control the gotta... and you see tanking like oh you gotta run i'm like what are you gonna run from <laughs> And then fucking Gyatato blows up into blades, and you just see the entire inter- entertainment district just decimated, and it's just silence for like a whole minute. And then the credits start rolling. I was like, "You motherfucker!" That is how you build suspense, my friend. Oh keep my them, keep them, god! Keep them more. Like people talking mad shit on Demon Slayer. You don't know what fun is. Um, <laughs> like, it is strong that, statement, but I have to agree. I didn't even know people is, were talking shit. That show is so fun. Um, maybe it's not the most original story, but I don't care. But anyway, but yeah, so that's it was it was it was definitely not to that intensity, but it was it's a good it's a good feeling when you hate seeing the credits pop up. You're like, motherfucker, just keep going, keep playing basketball. <laughs> the last time I felt like that, I was like nine years old watching Michael Jordan. <laughs> you motherfuckers, keep playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, true words have never been spoken, man. Like straight up, Croco uh, no basket, man, is so fucking good. Uh, fucking swell ass time this show. <laughs> so, one of the things that um, yeah, the third episode, I wanted to get to this, and hold off for this reason. It's a good and bad thing that the third episode shows you. Um, the show, the production IG, does a really, really, really good job with pacing. There's a lot of information thrown at you, and you don't feel like it was... Um, you feel like it, it's a lot more thrown at you than it actually is. Mm-hmm. It was only a 30-minute episode, but you're invested, and then they hit that end point problem with our format is with shows like these the um, next episode ramps it up even more because it's the continuation and conclusion of the basketball match some of these uh, matches later on will go to like three to four sometimes I think there's a couple that hit five episodes but this is this is where the the strength of the story is, the the cons, the the back and forth the the shonen battle of ideals the way that they um they show off different things in these basketball matches because each and every uh, player is given a chance to shine. You don't get to see much of it in this third episode because this is 
literally the first actual basketball match. And so it's showing you the ringers, but um, there's more to it than that. And they show you that in each and every fi- each and every be- uh, match. Um, I can't remember if they mentioned it in this episode, but I am going to mention it because it's less of a spoiler and more of a of a um, power scale establishment. Um, Kisei is shown as the first member of the second technical member of the Generation of Miracles, but the first one they go against. Because you see Kuroko, you see that his uh, specialization is passing, but every other part of him is uh, below average, right? Ooh. Well, he um, he is able to judge Taiga specifically on their one match, just how much more, uh, less experience he has and a chance he has against the Generation of Miracles. And it's because he's played every single game with them. He's seen the way they were. And the reason I say the way they were is because it's been about, what, like six months in between middle, the last year of middle school and them entering high school. Right. Some of them have gone, probably gone off to camps. Some of them have probably uh, gone on to training. They all got split up to different schools because they got scouted and they didn't want to play with each other anymore. They got sick of each other, right? Mm-hmm. So they introduced Kisei first. Because with the exception of Kuroko, Kisei is the weakest member of that team. Kisei is your um, your your power establishment, your stakes. He is this good with his ability. He has given them this much trouble. He is able to do so much by himself already. He is the weakest of the generation of miracles. Which is still saying something very important because mm-hmm. that that still that statement still is a strong one. Like that's still ain't he ain't no slouch. He ain't. Mm-hmm. And he definitely shows it. I think uh, uh, part episode four is a continuation of the of the um, of that same match, right? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. The con- continuation and conclusion. Then I I'll shut up because uh, honestly, if if, if, look, guys, we, we watch three episodes, we call it a day. Sometimes we get excited, we watch a couple more. If you're not into it by the third episode, literally, fuck is wrong with you? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, third episode is good, but fourth episode will kick in, and, like, you're, you're going to start seeing shit you didn't even know anybody was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking spectacular, this fucking show. It is, it is super fun. The characters are memorable, and even, like, the second years who are, like, considered, like, okay, like, real talk, like, this is, I, I can't, I can't think of any other thing to compare it to, but if you like Dragon Ball Z, and if you're just into that shit, this, these, <laughs> this, this basketball team is your Z fighters, man. They're, they're fucking cool as shit. Like, seeing, like, uh, Kuroko and Taiga come together and, like, start to, like, develop, like, this sense of teamwork and, like, skill with each other is so fucking satisfying to watch it is it's fucking phenomenal that third episode is is by far the funnest out of these three mm-hmm. but just 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 give that if you have to be into it by the time you get to the third one because the fourth one is the 
is the finale of this segment. It is fucking awesome. It's just just some good ass shit all the way around. Agreed. Honestly, um, because of our format, it it, it hurts it a little bit because that fourth episode for this show specifically bookends this uh this basketball game but because it's the bookend for it it ramps it up almost immediately out the gate like the episode like it does a little intro does the opening theme and then they're immediately into the game and it just goes on until the match is over and it is like it's strong as hell too mm -hmm. it's a, a it's another 23 minute episode but in the first but in those 16 minutes it's gonna feel like you watched an episode and a half with how much happens in it. Mm -hmm. When when the basketball games kick in, they really do a good. There's a really good job production IG. I don't know how they did it, how they were able to storyboard it, but they fit in so much that you will see. You will see everything in Shonen time. So like they'll make baskets and stuff, but then you'll look at the the timer and it's like, oh, it's still the first quarter. How did they do that? But you're thinking about that as, as oh, this is the first quarter. This match is probably going to last a little while, and then before you know it, the show, the episode's almost over, and they're barely hitting halftime or some shit like that. It is literally the coolest shit. But um, no, honestly, the third episode is the strongest one out of these, and if you. Uh, and if you are not into the show by the end of the third episode, if the if the hook of the if the hook of watching the the ending of the episode or the ending of the match requiring episode four doesn't get you, you're probably not going to be into the show. Yeah, it's better to just cut your losses and just fucking I don't know. I would say watch to the end of episode four simply because it's the end of the match and at that point you can at least get a taste of what the rest of the basketball games will be like but if you're not into it by episode three you're you're not going to be into the show because this is the first three episodes are the best example of how the show will play out man go watch a Yu-Gi-Oh or a kirby <laughs> or something i don't know dude kirby's good kirby's, kirby's good, good choice but like, yeah, I mean, it's this is solid. This is probably, I think, guys. I gotta say, really happy that we just said fuck it. We're gonna watch Kuroko no Basketball next because this is a, this is a fun one. This was this was a what I ex everything that I hoped it would be, and it was spectacular. So thanks for for taking the, the time to be like, yeah, we'll watch this one. It's cool. It's real. You fun. haven't gotten anywhere yet, Kev. I know. I'm going to definitely sit down and enjoy it. It's fucking awesome. I have talked about it before, but there are moments later on, especially when they meet uh, the third member that gets introduced to you. He is a piece of shit. Oh, no. <laughs> but he is the most important one of the members. Um, but no, going back into the episode, um, he says... Um, copy ability I can't remember if Rico mentions it in episode 3 or if she doesn't fully mention it until episode 4 but it's um it's not that he's just ramping it up it's um full on like implementation I think she calls it he can 
he sees it once and can immediately mimic it. So it's not that he's just mimicking it. He's sh- he's showing off. So every time, like like they were saying, every time uh, Kagami jumps in and Taiga jumps in and he's uh, going harder to try to show off, well, Kisei's like, I can fucking do it too. I'll just show off and do it too. <laughs> so fucking cool. But um, there's there's not really much. There's not really much to say other than it's good because the it's just it's the basketball match. It's the it's what you come to the show for. It's the the animation is really good for it. And I'm not gonna sit here and say the animation is 100% all the way up there for the rest for the whole show because there are some moments where it's just um where they just like clip art it and stuff. I'm not gonna lie. But when the action gets going, the action gets going. Mm-hmm. It, it's very fluid. They show you every detail of it. There's some parts later on. It, there was a parts, I think, in this episode, too. I can't remember it all too hard. Where they show a lot of the fancy footwork. And it's like, why would you take the time to draw that? Why would you show them crossing each other up like that? <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, like from the get-go watching Kuroko just like do his like one hand single shot passes is like the coolest fucking move in the world to me um mm-hmm. have any of you guys actually played like just just you know regular ass basketball just off the cuff yes, yes actually yeah I have so, um here fun fact uh every every recess period up until <laughs> middle school when they stopped giving us recess I played basketball literally every single recess fucking uh, when I was in a, when I was a lot younger um, I my parents got me into the YMCA and uh, oh yeah. yeah 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 just you know find something to do in the summertime get out of the house don't play video games all uh-huh. the goddamn all the goddamn time and it was cool mm-hmm. uh, but like just getting, you know, just getting to be in like a team environment like that, because you know, I never did like any big team stuff like that, nothing school related or even after, but just getting to be in like that teamwork environment while actually out there on the, uh, just you know, on the court, uh, mm. and watching all this happen is like, I oh cool, this does feel like this again. But like watching Kuro, like if <laughs> it, it, like imagine, dude, like you're just doing your fucking thing. You're playing, a, you're playing like a three on three, and one of your teammates just fucking does one handed single shot, no look passes, like it's fucking nothing. It's like, right? dude, this is a fucking savant. <laughs> so uh, cool, dude. Uh, just you wait. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. If you if you enjoy that stuff, hit episode three, and you're really into it. Just. <laughs> You wait. There is much more to come with this show. It's it's fucking great. I, I would be, I would be down for a spoiler cast <laughs> if you guys ever finish this one. Oh, I got some shit. I got some. We could talk for a while about what's coming. I just can't say anything because. It's not going to make sense when I say it, but it's going to also spoil a bunch of shit. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Um, just to wrap it up, because this is actually pulling up to be a longer episode than I realized. 
Um, not to wrap up, but we because we still got a little bit to go over. Um, I do I do need to start getting ready to head out, so I think we'll just go to the main two voice actors or characters. We won't do our normal three. Um, so with uh, Tetsuya Kuroko, his Japanese voice actor is Kensho Ono. Um, so some of the some of the roles that he has done, um, he he's actually you know it's it's funny he's actually the the Japanese dub of Miles Morales from Across the Spider Verse. Oh shit! Interesting. <laughs> Um, Very two is, different characters. He is also Yuya Sakaki, Sakaki, Sakaki from um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, fucking... The one that had the multiple dimensions that introduced Pendulum. Oh, RGB? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> oh, that's a conversation Kevin, for later, but RGB was... Uh, conversation. <laughs> long story short... Arc V was the celebration one, and every uh, version of the cards, Fusion, uh, Synchro, etc., had its own universe, and it basically just correlated to the older shows. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, he was. Let's see. So yeah, he was. He was. Uh, Yuya. He was Yuri Breyer from Spy Family. That's the brother. Um, huh. Kevin, you want to guess who else he was? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm he, probably going to fumble it, so go he ahead. He is dude. Giorno Giovanna. Oh, shut Jojo up. Bizarre Adventure. No, fucking way. characters. Okay. Um, Homeboy's got range. I'll say. Yeah, he's he's quite a few different characters. Um, Dwayne, you watch Dr. Stone, right? I have yes. He's Ukyo uh, Sionji, the uh, the archer kid. I can hear it. That makes sense. Um. Um, yeah, he's a lot of repeats. A lot of repeats. Um. Ooh, I don't know who that character is. Oh, he's that character from Bungo Stray Dogs. He's the uh the. The angsty black-haired one, Ryunosuke. Um, he's Shikadai Nara from Boruto. Hmm. That's uh, Shikamaru's son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's... Uh... Now, okay, now it's starting to repeat a lot of his older ones. So, yeah, those are, those are some of his more prominent roles. Trying to find one more. Uh, so yeah, he definitely didn't start with Kuroko, but he's because he's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like Kuroko was his first like main character though. Cause I don't. Oh, he played Andy in the Japanese dub of Toy Story Three. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that is definitely the funnest fact tonight. That's hilarious. That's awesome. It's quite the pool. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
He played Vaughn in the City of 012 Final Fantasy. Oh, Dual Decim? Neat. Um, yeah, and then he just, he's just been a lot of minor characters. Um, his English dub is Koi Dao. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, some of the characters that he voiced are Kagetsu from Fire Emblem Engage. That's the one of the follower dudes to Princess Ivy. Um, he played. Oh, he voices uh, Tetsuya and the dog in a later episode. Um, he voiced Muscle Mice. That's Love it. Stupid. Don't no no. <laughs> muscle Mice are dumb. No, fuck you. You're dumb. <laughs> um, he voiced he voiced Geddon from uh, My Hero Academia. That's the villain ice guy. From the Liberation Front. Oh, okay. Um, he voices Ray Kiriyama from March Comes In Like a Lion. Don't know that one. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that one, but he looks like a main character. Uh, Guy Ogata from Sword Guy, the animation. Have yet to see that one. Yeah, I've kind of been putting it off. Oh, he was Yuli from uh, Sirius the Jaeger. That was a good anime. Hmm. Um, two characters that I don't recognize from Mob Psycho. He was Cancer Cell in Cells at Work. Very um, cool. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of um, minor, minor roles for the most part, though. It starts somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um. actor no no Are you? well because for kuroko it just says that he voiced um kuroko in the 2021 anime but the anime started in 2012 did we not get a dub until 2021 no we didn't get the dub until recently really mm-hmm. for kuroko are you serious mm-hmm. huh. oh shit yeah, that's why um i was very confused why all the why all the noise for Kuroko recently because it's been dormant for a while. It, the show ended. It got its couple of movies. It still gets merch from time to time. But yeah, no, the dub is recent. I think Netflix uh, contracted it out. Interesting. That's, yeah, why I, cool. I, that's why I was getting confused. I'm like, why is it saying the 2021? Like, it, did they redub him or something? Nope. Full full English dub recently. As well as I believe the the last the last game movie also got a dub recently. I think they dubbed most of all of it, huh. like all of the the series. All right. Um. So yeah, going on to uh, Taiga uh, Kagami. Um, his Japanese voice actor is Yuki Ono. Um. And some of the roles that he's voiced. 
because this website goes from newest to oldest. Mm. Um, oh, he's Basby in Bleach A Thousand Year Blood War. Nice. I know you guys don't really know who that is, but... Um, You're happy. That makes me happy. <laughs> Kevin, you want to guess who he was? Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> He is, uh, I'm, I'm bad with the Japanese ones. He is Josuke Higarashikata. I, I think I butchered the fuck out of that last name, though. Oh, no. Best JoJo? Crazy Diamond JoJo? Yeah, I would argue <laughs> best JoJo, but... Oh, bro, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, Higashikata Josuke. Oh, man, I love that one. That one's my favorite. Yeah, he also voiced... He, he voiced Gran in Grand Blue Fantasy, the main character. Hmm. Um, in King of Fighters for Girls, he's the voice of K. Um, he's the voice of Lewis from Beastars. That's the the deer. Huh. That's weird. Um. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> now I'm going to have the image of a shouting high schooler fucking a bunny. <laughs> and then simultaneously shooting lions in the face. <laughs> Man, anime is hilarious. It's fucking weird. It's so good, though. <laughs> <laughs> he also voiced... Okay, so yeah, he's bad. Damn, he voiced Basby in the video game well before the fucking anime came out. That's insane. That, um, that happens a lot, actually. A lot when you other... say that, though, like, do you mean like he just, uh, he just kind of just they just reprise him for the same role? More or less, but it's just interesting because so, real quick tangent. Um, yeah, the Thousand Year Blood War only just started releasing last year. Mm-hmm. And Bleach ended ten years ago. Um, but they had that that game, the Gotcha game, Bleach Brave Souls, that you can unlock different characters. And he voices Basby for that game. And I guess they really liked how they voice how he voiced him, so they brought him back for the actual anime. Mm. So he was the character for seven years before he actually was the character. That that's sense. fucking cool, actually. That's pretty badass. That's um, how you know you got a good guy. He was... Oh, that's the second Lancelot he voiced from a completely unrelated series. Interesting. Lancelot's popular. Um, um, um. Oh, I'm sorry. We're still recording. I yeah, should beatbox. He's just... A lot, of, a lot of minor roles. That's the thing. Like he, he was so he's one of the villains from one of the Yu-Gi-Oh five D seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of it. Um, the Mister Men show. He's a couple of characters in Gintama. Yeah, it was just fucking just a lot of side characters. About the Mister Men show, we don't talk about that. Well, we just talked about it. Whether we go anywhere from there, that's a whole different issue. It looks like he was the main character from Conception Plus. 
That's the game you fuck your teammates. <laughs> no, it's not, is it? It is. Mm-hmm. It's Aww. a dungeon crawler where the gimmick is to make stronger uh, new generation units, and it requires you to fuck your teammates. You don't see it, though. Are you a sure? Lot of pe- a lot of people were mad about that. That's funny. <laughs> he was one character in Food Wars, the, the kind of round guy. He, a fat he, brother? Yeah, the, it's, it's Sami Aldini. I love him! Yeah, he voices him. That's awesome! Um, Man, we should watch Food Wars next. That's a good show. <laughs> I'll add it to the list, but we'll do. Yes. We'll go back to, we'll go back to rotations. Yeah, the dice of fortune tonight, but uh, the wheel of fortune later. Yeah. Um, for his English voice actor, his English voice actor is Zeno Robinson. Um, this is for uh, which character again? Uh, Kagami. Okay. Taiga. Yeah. So, right out the gate, his best role to date, right? No one can tell me otherwise. Uh, he is Fue Coco. Huh. Fue Coco? What's that from? That's the Pokemon. fire starter from the new Pokemon season. The little, the Are little you gator. serious? Yes, he is, he is Fue Coco. Oh, that's cool. Nothing else matters. <laughs> I don't need to list anything else. You're right. Fucking go to the next actor. <laughs> Honestly. Um, what a hero! I don't know if he's. I'm. I'm. Like I said, it goes from newest to oldest, so I don't know if he uh, is DJ and other ones, but he's DJ from Street Fighter Six. Nice. Oh. Um. He Fuck is... DJ. <laughs> How dare you? DJ is cool. <laughs> he's a bitch to fight. So says, <laughs> okay, fair. It says the 2023 TV show, but he voices Ty in Digimon. Ooh. Oh yeah, the the Adventure Twenty Twenty. It's gotten its English dub recently. Oh okay. They recasted. I think everyone, with the exception of maybe a couple people. Okay. But yeah, the almost the entire cast has been has been redone. Interesting. Um, he was Fogato in Fire Emblem Engage. He was Go in Pokemon Arceus Chronicles. Um, he voiced Gamma 2 in Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Oh, shit. Huh. Man, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, apparently a lot of people hate it. Are you serious? Yeah. Dragon Ball fans are hard to please. But, dude, that movie was, like, so ace. The movie was good, yes. But Gohan got another unearned power-up. He's got some roles... Um, he's Hawks in My Hero Academia. Um, huh. Oh, Hawks is a cool character. He's also Genya from Demon Slayer. The guy who uses the guns and eats demons. Genya's a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, a fan stop, of Genya. Dwayne, stop being mean. He is, uh, <laughs> he is Kibia from 86. Um, I think that's the night for the little girl. In I didn't know that two. got a dub. Yeah, I didn't know either. Um, he is. Should have had this a little more prepared. I don't feel it. I don't like dragging this out, but. <laughs> um. Oh, he's on Yakopo on 
on Yan Copan from Attack on Titan. One of the black dudes. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't watch a lot of Shingeki no Kyojin at all, so I don't uh, know. Don't worry about it. He's, like, towards the end of the show. Oh, yeah, okay. pretty much. You gotta go through a lot to get to him. <laughs> Not a good stuff. Eh, questionable. Um, Not a good stuff. He was super alloy uh, black luster and one punch man. Super alloy. I gotta watch One Punch Man. That that shit just sounds goofy. He was Ogun Montgomery in Fire Force. Is it the firefighter one? Yes. Oh, okay. Where they have fire powers. What the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah, it's a, it's, <laughs> they have fire powers and they're firefighters. Man, anime is so cool. <laughs> oh man, he, he voiced a lot of characters in Young Justice. He was Cyborg... He was uh, John Henry Irons. He was Holocaust. I don't know who the fuck Holocaust is. I'm just listing characters he was in in Young Justice. Is that um, a name for a person? That's a that's yep. a name. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? Um, he was the black kid in Ben Ten Ultimate Alien. The is one, is the that, one that is that what they is that what they have him credited? No, no, no. As it's uh, black Alan, kid. His name is Alan Albright. <laughs> But okay. that's what they should have had him credited as. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the one that got the Omnitrix for like a second and turned into Heat Blast. Oh, okay, okay. And then in One Piece, he voices Charlotte Raisin. Man, fuck Raisin. <laughs> I can't say anything about Raisin. I don't know who that is, but he looks like a bitch. One of Big Mom's kids. Well, I could tell that. It starts with Charlotte. Yeah, because Big Mom's real name is Charlotte Lin Lin. Um, Wonder how she got such a big party? Don't, or a no, good pirate crew? Nope. nope. She fucks. Nope. <laughs> Literally. All of her commanding unit, or all of her commanding captains are fucking her kids. They're, they're literally her kids. Oh, God. She's got like 50 kids. What the fuck? You all have a deranged <laughs> sense of uh, right and wrong, mind you. Well, I mean, when your mom is yeah, a Yonko who, I get it. I get who it. lives <laughs> in literal Wonderland that it. she creates. He, ladies and gentlemen, and she, he hates this. He, Brian hates this right now. <laughs> I, just, I really just you. don't like Big Mom. I really don't. You're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about her hunger pangs. No. If you don't give her a wedding cake right now, she's going to eat the entire island. <laughs> oh, no. This is Can not I an exaggeration. That? Oh, no. And now her sad backstory is her possibly eating her orphan buddies before she got sold off as a slave. Oh, no. Well, she also, she also might, may or may not have ate her parents. Jesus. That's not cool at all. She's not cool. <laughs> Her powers are cool, but she's not cool. Uh, she. <laughs> um. But yeah, so those are the two. Those are the voice actors for the two main characters. Um. Going into the opening and ending. Um. The opening song is "Can Do" by Grand Rodeo, and I'm not gonna lie. This is a pretty 
not the strongest opening that we've heard, but it's pretty pretty hype opening. Best opening uh, is the dude, third opening. Honestly, um, I haven't. We I forgot to even think even think or talk about that. But yeah, fucking strong ass opening. Credits credits theme was also pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I don't very much care for the credits themes for these for uh, for Kuroko, only because I all of the openings are really really strong. They're all sung by Grand Rodeo, which um they've done if I remember correctly the Needless opening. They collabed with uh the band Flow to do the seven two of the Seven Deadly Sins openings. Oh really? One of them for sure, and um. They've uh, there's another show that I can't remember, but they've been around for a while. Okay. I really like their sound. Uh, the third opening, the third season opening, is is the the best one in my opinion. Hmm. I'll have to I'll have to give those a listen then. I will share them in the the chat. Um. Yeah. The ending is ending's okay. It's not bad. It's a the ending song is "Start It Right Away" by Hiadane. H Y A D A I N. That's just a good ass name. Yeah, the, the ending's not bad. It's just kind of bland. I could definitely. That's definitely a skippable ending. They're all very. They're all wind down endings. Um. So, yeah. That so that's pretty much everything. Um. One final little fun fact. Um. That I felt like I, this is one that I did remember, but I was already past the fun facts part of it so i wanted to throw it in there um kuroko's signature move where he palms the ever-loving fuck out of the ball and like launches it at like a billion miles an hour um he hasn't done that yet (laughs) you see it in the fucking openings yeah but all openings have spoilers so don't (laughs) anyway um fun fact right. is in the so bad at this. <laughs> in the manga in the manga he actually used his fist and in real basketball that's an illegal move. Oh what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> every every subsequent scene he uses it, um and you know the re the reprint of that chapter, um, they fixed it to where it's an open palm. Boo. Punching's cooler. <laughs> but it's an illegal move. But it's cooler. No. <laughs> yes. You want him to be a fucking cheater? I want him to be cool. <laughs> to be fair, the way that some of it's drawn, it's not supposed to come out that way, but they travel quite a bit, too. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's not supposed to come out that way, but there's a few moments um, when they're moving and they'll do a couple of steps, and you're technically supposed to be able to take. I think it's it's two steps before you have to dribble again. No, it's it's three. You, three. You can only move three before you have to stop and pivot or start dribbling. But um, there's a weird contingency where I think if your if your left foot hits, it doesn't technically count. So it's more like five. But even still, the, I mean, there's a couple of them I mean, that a bunch uh, of real the way basketball gets drawn, players fucking travel all the time and they don't get called on it so <laughs> but um the way that it gets drawn it, it happens a little more than it probably should but that's more of a continuity thing keep the flow of the action 
Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's all my information and fun facts about um, this anime. Did did you get the name of his special move, Ryan? No, because they, like you said, they didn't list it yet. I was just pointing out a fun fact that was shown in the the opening. Yeah, but it's already no, been no, 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 no. <laughs> You're gonna give me shit. <laughs> I just like giving you a hard time. I know you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you, what do you guys say? Can we all unanimously agree this is definitely one to watch? Yep. Oh yeah. I will oh, sing yeah. the praises. For, I've seen sung the praises for this since I watched it week to week back in 2013. So. Damn, yeah, I will, 10 years late, Jesus. I will constantly be like, no, but it's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking good, so yeah. The main character I, can jump from the three, fro- the, three, uh, the three line, the free throw line, and dunk, but it's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, though. But it, it's good, though. Tell, tell yeah, me it's, it's not. Good, <laughs> you won't. You won't. <laughs> Alright, now on to the most important bit of any of our shows is the picking of the next episode. So um, how are you going to do this? Don't you have like a 20-sided die? What are you going to do? Give us 20 different options? Bet. Are you serious? No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> You had me going there for a second, dude. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's a lot of work for, uh, like, one move. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a six-sided dice out right now. Okay. So. I assume when you said dice, I imagined a D20. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull the D100 on you. Oh, uh, what? Excuse me? That's not real. Bet. Um, I don't <laughs> like that answer. <laughs> So the D one hundred is actually two dice. What? One of them so what? It's alive. like fifty. No, so one of them is um, the normal one through uh, zero. Uh huh. And then the other one is increments of ten. So you know it's like oh. double zero, uh, two zero, or one zero, two zero, three zero, four zero, five zero. You know stuff like that. Mm hmm. So. It's it's essentially zero to ninety nine is the hundred dice. Okay. Um. But yeah, so we're definitely not doing that. Um. <laughs> so what do you what do you got in the docket for today's next episode, dude? So I I tried to I tried to mix it up a little bit. Okay. Um. Yahar. I. And this is why I also do want suggestions because it's like i'm gonna keep putting animes i really want to watch but it's like i've already watched them um but That's i got what our list is for yeah well there's only like four more anime on that list that we haven't seen and i i got two of them on here um i have zom 100 um i've got flip flappers i've got infernal cop 86 <laughs> Trigun Stampede and Classroom of the Elite. Inferno Cop's good though. God. Inferno Cop is hilarious. <laughs> See, I've never so watched good. Inferno Cop. 
It's oh, so good. Are you serious? I swear to God. Oh, you're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Oh, <laughs> this is... All it's right. so it's so not up your fucking alley. I hope to God it's this one. It'll be so funny. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Bam. Six. <laughs> what six? So that's classroom of the elite. Oh, okay, cool. Yay! I, that was Damn. my second. That was my second one. I wanted to check out. Yeah. That one just sounds cool. I've actually never watched that one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne, what about you? Nope. I put oh, I put on the list. It hasn't really been on my radar either. Yeah, I put it on the list because it's like I keep seeing clips of it, but it's like I haven't sat down to watch it. And I heard it's good. So we're gonna we're gonna judge the first three episodes next week. Or, you know. So until then, um we will catch you guys later. Thanks for joining us, guys. Please watch the basketball M and A. Maybe next week we'll start throwing in uh, cartoons and non-anime. Eh, I don't know. I kind of like this as a shtick. There's a lot of anime to cover. <laughs> there is a ton of fucking anime to cover. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Never ends either. <laughs> Alright, y'all. I wanted to do. See ya.